0: Welcome back to episode 199 of the bad taste video podcast i'm mike i'm here with my california companion, the hollywood homeboy <laughs> mr grizz what is going on oh, dude we're going awesome. to san
1: fran tonight a city on the bay i i am excited about that this is uh this is a good week to uh, to go to california man i feel like uh 199 it's it's Righteous to Party on the West Coast, and uh, we're going to be having a little bit of a party this week, headed into the 200th episode. Yeah, I am fucking pumped.
0: I do not have a kidney stone this week. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a rough one last week, but I'm here to party now. It's time to flush it out. We definitely will partake in a few drinks, maybe, on our 200th episode live on Twitch, right?
1: 200, dude. God damn. It's... A lot, a lot of podcasts I feel get to the uh, the two hundred milestone, and we get there quick because we come every week. So like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's another two hundred to come. I think, man, it's only uh, this, up, up and away from here.
0: This podcast has lasted longer than most of the bands I've been in. That's for sure. <laughs> that's that's <so> unfortunately <laughs> true <here>. too.
1: <laughs> oh um, man, that's dude, that's a so fucking crazy thing to think about. I'm like,
0: I'm like watching this uh have you ever seen the cannibal corpse documentary oh uh, the like, uh, centuries of slaughter there was about, like a dvd yeah. um i'm watching that and like they're talking about yeah you know it's like 1987 i'm playing with like fucking chris barnes in this band like i'm playing in fucking you know whatever and then like we started cannibal corpse and all that shit then he left then he came back and all this bullshit and i'm thinking like dude these people have been in a band for like 30 or 40 years at this point probably more well it's 30 years but they've been in bands before that together so like imagine imagine. playing with this insane Insane. you have to be
1: so like locked in with those people like with your playing like it has to be like second nature after 30 years of jamming together you instinctively like know you know these people so
0: well But it's like funny when you're watching these uh, documentaries on these bands, and it could be any genre of music. It doesn't necessarily have to be death metal or whatever. Um, But specifically Cannibal Corpse, you're watching this, and you're looking at like young Alex Webster. You know what I mean? Like a like he's like a kid playing the bass, and it's like insane. Was he he always gonna be like gifted? Like is that just in somebody's genetics? You know what I mean? Like. It's fucking really weird when you think about, like, dude, you're going to be a sick bass player It's pretty
1: quickly. And it's so cool for me, dude, because, like, being in Buffalo, growing up in western New York, like, these are all dudes that so many people that I knew growing up were either friends with or they had a connection to. My English teacher was, like, really good friends with Alex Webster in high school. They went to the same high school together and shit like that. And uh, it's crazy to, to know that like these amazing musicians were like born and bred here in the city that I love so much I got to jam one of my bands practice in one of their old practice rooms at this place called the music mall here that's been around since the fucking 80s in Buffalo it's like a decrepit building full of old band love jam it. rooms and shit and dude it's such a it's such a wild thing man Cannibal Corpse I mean obviously people know they moved to Tampa and shit like that but that's a <laughs> Buffalo band dude Dude, everybody moved to Tampa at some point. You I know mean, what? That's, with those... the, strip yeah, that's the
0: capital of America. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> Another funny thing that I was thinking about when I was watching that. Jesus Christ. James Murphy has been in fucking so many good bands.
1: Is he the crazy one that went crazy? No, no. That's fucking.
0: Uh... I, I think that was the other dude. I don't think that was him. I think. Okay. Uh, I think James Murphy still tours with obituary. I think they're still
1: like. Yeah, he's the bald one, right? Like the. I don't know what he looks like now. To be honest uh, i think he's always like a, he was like, <laughs> like he was like a dad like in the band and i always like looked out of place you know what? you know those like bad documentaries that you're talking about man there was always one that i watched when i was younger that I, like i was like man that's it's what really made me want to get into like a touring metal band and it was that like black dahlia murder documentary they put out did you ever watch that one
0: was that like around miasma yeah, was it was like-
1: early in their stuff. It wasn't like their their later stuff, dude. And it was them like on tour, smoking bongs, fucking just <laughs> playing death metal, and it, it just like looks like so much fun. Like that's the kind of energy that I've always wanted to be in a band and like everybody I've been in bands with has been fucking horrible people that I, and that's why they don't last very long so or maybe I'm the problem I don't know <laughs> if everybody else in the room is
0: an asshole <laughs> yeah, it's time yeah, to yeah. look at yourself um, it's funny like you say things like that it's like I was watching like the decline of western civilization the metal years and I'm watching Dave Mustaine at the end like playing fucking in my darkest hour I'm thinking wow I wish I was that guy. <laughs> like with <laughs> <were> the sunglasses <laughs> on the tassels <laughs> on the leather jacket. You know he's smoking crack. Like, it's like, yeah, man.
1: Had, had to a, be what that going on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Total total asshole like talking just like, yeah, I don't get it, man. I don't get what these guys are doing.
1: Well, <laughs> speaking of hair metal and smoking crack, I think that's a great transition into the Bay Area, man. Why don't you oh, tell the people yes. about this nineteen eighty-six delightful little uh, treat that we got into this week. So this week we watched Neon
0: Maniacs, a 1986 I'm going to say lesser known to the mainstream but rather popular in the VHS and I guess just um like modern horror f- fan yeah. area, I don't know but uh this movie does take place in san francisco which is pretty cool because i feel like there's not many horror movies i can think of that take place in a, like a city and there's actual um like shots and shit from the like they're actually there shooting yeah, at some points yeah like you see the golden gate bridge and all that shit plays a huge I mean, role in this movie yes yeah yeah but it's so funny. You, you would have been able to go see Slayer and then go see Neon Mania. Two year, two month old,
1: two month old baby Grizz on November fourteenth, rolling into the theater with his old man to go see Neon Mania. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So this movie's kind of funny because I know a lot of people will always be like, "Oh yeah, I saw that movie when I was younger and all that shit." I genuinely have no clue. Of when I first saw this movie. It definitely wasn't when I was a kid. I definitely saw no. this later on. Yeah, but it's sure, really funny because, like, I just never remember anybody speaking about this movie when I was growing up. This was, and this is right up my alley. And if I was like to see this as like a, you know, 10, 11, 12 year old or whatever, this would have blew my mind. I would have loved this shit. And I feel like a lot of people had a similar experience with this movie, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely did not ever see this as a child. Um, In fact, the first time I've ever seen this was like four hours ago, five hours ago today. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I I think that if I were to see this when I was 10, 11 years old, this probably would have been like one of my favorite horror movies. I, I, I think this really is like the bridge between like campy kids horror that's like really kind of dumb and like really good like violent horror that can be like edgy and shit like that this is like like the middle ground where i think as a kid you would really be drawn to these characters
0: yeah like you could watch monster squad and be like all right that's kind of like a kid's movie
1: and then you watch this movie
0: and you're kind of like i don't know who this movie is for (laughs) you know what i mean it's it's very weird to me and I feel like that's what makes it such a like a good watch is that it kind of throws you off guard cuz it'll be like this goofy type tween moment in the movie and then all of a sudden like somebody gets like a fucking hook through the face or some shit you know what i mean it's it's really cool to me
1: and it does kind of like walk that line that i think a lot of like really great you know kids kind of content that's like made for adults, also walks where it's like, here's some lighthearted things, but there's some humor in there, there's some sexual content that's like really not in your face. But if you were in the know, you know, oh, this dude's getting a fucking blowjob. If you don't know that's what's going on, you're like, oh, there's a dude on his knees or some shit. You know, it's like you don't, you're not, you're not really fucking, it's not showing you a cock in the mouth or anything, but it's implied. (laughs) So, yes, yes.
0: Um, You watched this. uh, You have a, what is it? A lightning video release, right?
1: Yeah, the next lightning video.
0: A rather popular tape. Kind of expensive now. Right, uh, definitely went up in price compared to maybe you know three, four years ago when you would be able to get this for like forty bucks, easy twenty five bucks. Now put a put a one on front of that. Now you suckers. (laughs)
2: suckers.
0: (laughs) I have a Japanese release that is um, it has a different cover. This is probably the more used artwork for the movie, right? Compared to the one that you have, that reminds me of like um like the ninja turtles cover which i agree i kind of like more like i it like even that cover just,
1: is like more appealing to a child i think man like if i'm looking at all the different horror tapes on the shelves at, at like a rental store and i see that as a kid i'm like oh that looks something that's like you know not gonna totally terrify the shit yeah, out of me yeah <laughs> that's like a good I, grab. I feel
0: like i feel like the one that i have like is slightly scarier oh 100 i think that's right, totally like, true looks way more violent um yeah and gruesome pretty cool but what's funny is on the japanese version that i have there's a city skyline in the background if you could see it but it's oh, the, the wrong the,
1: city yeah there's twinnies there
0: yeah the twin towers mm. <laughs> it's new never york forget. city and that's- <laughs> <laughs> neon maniacs never did forget they, did i they love predict it
1: predicted they put it on there on purpose <laughs> oh my god Oh my fucking god What's crazy And I think we didn't even do this on uh, We didn't even like Mean to line this up Is there's a great connection uh, Between this movie And last week Being that we have A similar character And uh, Paul From the uh, Friday the 13th Is our main Guy in this movie, uh, what's his name? Clyde Hayes, Stephen. <laughs> fucking, fucking Clyde name. Hayes. <laughs> yeah, it's like a porn <laughs> star. My name's Clyde Hayes, but you like, like that? His, yeah, I do dig that. Wish my name was that. But no, he plays <laughs> Stephen in this movie. He plays Paul in the uh, the last movie that we watched. So it's just like a perfect uh, progression with this young man's career that we're getting into. I love it. I love it. See, we we're, we're
0: always thinking or maybe not or maybe yeah, we just have yeah, luck just on our side dumb
1: coincidence
0: <laughs> yeah we definitely didn't plan that one so you know what let's actually hit the trailer and then we'll get into this movie because I, I there's so much I want to talk about and like some of the casting is part of it so I would rather just let's, let's uh let's let's let it marinate a little bit
2: you're telling me that the Things are inside the Golden Gate Bridge. One. Two. That they only come out at night. That they're responsible for the death of 15 or more kids and three of my police officers. (laughs) Let me ruin your evening The stranger said to me Your new lover and they're young. Masu is playing. They think they're going to live I forever. play wants to pull around. But they're in for a terrible surprise. Hey! Now, there are twelve new reasons. Over here! afraid of the dark. They're after me. And every one of them is a killer. Introducing in diabolical order Axe Hangman doc, Biker Slash Juice Samurai Mobile. Archer, Soldier, these are the Neon Maniacs. They live so others may die. Neon Maniacs.
0: Neon Maniacs. Uh, we've been doing some sleuthing <laughs> as that trailer was playing. and We're cracking up right now because Grizz just joined the NSA by uh <laughs> deep
1: diving, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, deep diving into Donna Locke's fucking flicker account. <laughs> <I've seen laughs> pictures Locke. of her grandma. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> Donna Locke plays what's her name, Paula, in the Paula. movie. Yes, and it's because she looks like she's like thirty. And she's playing like a twelve-year-old. Yeah, she's supposed to be the youngest kid in the movie. And she looks like and, older than everybody else. And if we are, uh, if we are correct, she's probably in her late sixties right now.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my god, she's a gardener. So- I can tell you that much. She's very
0: into flowers. <laughs> this is so strange. Is this like borderline creepy
1: right now? Is that what's going on? <laughs> Oh my god, this is getting weirder. Okay, I gotta get off of her fucking flicker account. Dude. I feel yeah, like I'm just like yeah. looking into her family's background at this point.
0: It's it's funny when you when you go on like IMDb and you look at like the high res photos of her from the movie. It's like wow, she legitimately looks thirty, like insane. Like you can't you can't hide it with a Nostromo hat. You know you can't. No,
1: and like she's super cute in this movie, and I'm like, why are they trying to make this like? cute 30-year-old look like a child <laughs> it's fucking you up, that jacket that she was wearing that uh, like
0: dragon jacket or whatever the fuck dragon was. jacket
1: with the fucking sideways hat dude she's ahead of her time she's fucking dude, styling and profiling right here filming a, like a polonia brothers movie in the in the graveyard <laughs> she, she does dude it totally did it looked like a fucking the vampire takes a bride that they were filming yes 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 oh my god that, that's so funny that you said that
0: i was thinking that anytime i see the fake vampire teeth now that's it's what i how think you about. immediately think about it. it's synonymous it's we're gonna sell those bad taste video vampire <laughs> takes a bride teeth officially li- unlicensed oh yeah unlicensed <laughs> um so you know it's really kind of a weird choice to have this person casted as like a kid when they're obviously much older like why didn't they just make her like you know the same age as everybody right, else that's what or I whatever. i why
1: not make her like an equal peer who's equally as concerned as fucking she could be as a child i mean and they totally like just like dude oh my god and she okay i don't know if they did this on purpose because fucking the whole paul connection to friday uh-huh. but like she's totally like the fucking feldman character right from that movie Cause she's got all the fucking horror masks and shit, dude, and like she's (laughs) playing with it before she goes to bed. It's totally a ripoff of that, dude. I didn't even think about that. Actually, it has to making the the horror movie and everything. Yeah, it's like why? Why even? I don't know. So like, I and that's the thing with this movie, dude. I feel like this movie was being made and was like set to be something big, you know, like they're like, this is going to be the next fucking franchise. This is going to be it. You know, like we got these characters from the fucking Friday the 13th. We're going to do this similar thing with the kid. We're going to fucking really kind of like make it a horror movie. That also is kind of appealing to children. That's still appealing to adults, but they just fell so fucking flat on like story and ending that it never got to that next level. Like you said, it's a horror movie that we all know now, but I can't see like people going to the theater in 86 and coming out of it being like dead neon maniac. That was it. That's what I've been waiting for. (laughs) The, The kill. Like it's, it's not that it's a great movie and I had fun watching it, but I was so fucking bummed with certain aspects of it. Also,
0: yeah i have to agree that the the ending is definitely lacking in this movie um i, I guess they might have been setting it up for a sequel that just never uh, materialized oh, I, I feel that a hundred percent and i really could have did with a little bit more explanation of where the neon maniacs came from you know and i guess like that little narration in the beginning like oh when You know, men lose their souls or what, or their humanity or whatever, the neon maniacs will come or whatever the fuck it was. Um, I guess that kind of explains why they start killing people. But I would like to know where those like tarot card looking uh, paintings came of
1: them. Yeah. Yeah. And like, give me some explanation of this like spooky ambulance teleportation machine that they live in <laughs> yeah. like, cause it's just, I'm expected to like understand, you know, some of these scenes that are kind of beyond explanation at some points. Yeah. Well, like
0: I want to know the backstory on like, all right, there's a samurai one. There's like, I'm like an Indian that has like a bird, fa- like a hawk face. Yeah, Hawk
1: face. There's the surgeon.
0: Um, yep. There's like the archer. There's the, the alligator. The ax- yeah, there's that little. There's two of them, I think. I think, there I think there's is two, two of them. Yeah, the yeah. cyclops alligator things. <laughs> um, there's the motorcycle guy. There's the army guy. There's there's so many of these fucking people in this movie. But like, what's the connection? You know what I mean? Like, where and why and how and who? I'd 100%. really like
2: to
1: know. Give I think me I some backstory.
2: Backwards.
1: But no, <laughs> yeah. like. Doesn't this kind of feel like it could be like a precursor to Nightbreed? Like you take out some of like the water yes. shit and stuff like that. This is a very Clive Barker-ish type of thing going on with these characters. I kept getting yes. that vibe. And like like you said, the explanation, even with like why are you, why does plain old water melt? these creatures yeah. like yeah. and if that's the case why the fuck do they live in a bridge next to the biggest bay of water yeah. you could possibly live next to yeah. just yeah i don't, I I don't understand a lot of that and
0: it's not like also they're all from like like going back to before what i said there's like no real connection you know what i mean like there's um a samurai then there's like the guy from like he's like an archer then there's like a caveman, oh the caveman then, I and, hated. And there's like an Indian, there's like an axe murderer that's in like a um a straight jacket. There's like the biker guy. So like it's it's not there's no rhyme or reason to why each maniac is what they are. If that makes any sense, you know? It's not like oh there's one from each era and they kind rep- right, like of represent one person gets like taken every so often and they're turned into one.
1: Yeah. It's kind of the motley crew, you know? Cause like, like there's the dude who just hangs people and shit like that. Like there's really no rhyme or reason to why they're all hanging out. And there was a part like after like, cause like, we get this whole like, oh, teens in the park, fucking, you know, fucking and shit like that. <laughs> and of course, the neon maniacs are going to come and, and, you know, kill them and stuff, which is a great, the whole blowjob thing I mentioned, where like there's a, uh, you know, insinuated blowjob happening and a decapitation happens to the blowjob <sighs> giver. I think that's a pretty cool scene. <laughs> um, but it, it, After all that happens, the police are like, oh, we found all this goo everywhere. And like, they never even like go back and talk about the fucking goo ever again. It's never even like really mentioned. Like, I thought, okay, this like orange jello they found on the scene. That's got to be something to do with like the neon maniacs. And it's going to tie into how we get rid of them. But it's no, it's just fucking plain water, dude. Uh, And they
0: also like the cops in this movie are almost like an afterthought. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, they, ugh, yeah, like they don't really build up the characters at all. They don't really, do really do anything with the police, Disposable. right? Like they just kind of, yeah, they kind of show up once in a while and that's it. And it's not like how in, um, like night of the creeps, you, you really kind of get to know the cops. You, you have fucking, uh, what's his name? Um, why can't I think of his fucking name right now? Halloween three.
1: <laughs> oh, the, the fucking, fucking uh, yeah, the the dude Atkins,
0: <laughs> yeah, Tom Atkins. Yeah. Oh my god, brain fart. <laughs> um, like you, you really like him in in Night of the Creeps. In this one, like I couldn't even tell you the cop's name. I
1: have no, no honestly the best thing about the cops in this movie is when fucking Paula gets like busted by the fucking Golden Gate Bridge by him and she's like hey, give me my bike back coppers and then she like oinks at him and shit I was like yeah fuck those pigs I like <laughs> yeah, that fuck part yeah, yeah.
0: That's, really, that's really funny so what would you say are your three favorite maniacs
1: in this movie um let's see I I really dig the biker guy when he and when he fights the other biker, that's fucking cool as hell. That's cool. Um, I like the guy that kinda looked like Chatterbox from uh from Hellraiser, who had like the gnarly face that was all like kind of twisted up and shit like that. I think he was the dude with the with the nukes. The nukes? The noose. Oh like, the, the he noose was hanging people? I think that was him cuz like i thought he was a, i just like the i like the makeup design of him more yeah. than anything else um, and then my third favorite i mean the alligator people are definitely cool but i can't really say, the surgeon definitely got to be that the surgeon was menacing as fuck man yeah i 100% will agree
0: the surgeon and the uh, biker dude, both my my two favorites. Oh, yeah. I thought they were right. awesome. Um, for my third, I think I'm gonna have to say I I like the axe murderer guy, and I never really noticed him until I was watching it for this movie that he was wearing like a straight jacket, like, it oh, all, like yeah. it's all it's fucked locked up, up and stuff. Yeah, like I I like that. That was cool. Like it really reminds me of that like old so school. Now-
1: Tell me your least favorite. Uh, my least favorite. Um,
0: the, let's see. You know, man, I'm going to have to say it's the little fucking monsters. The little really? alligators. Really? You, you don't like the little alligators? Yeah. You know, it's not that I don't like them. It's just they're my least favorite out of all of them. Like, they don't really do much. They hit the guys with the hooks a couple times, but like, I like other that. than that, they I like don't the really. Parts. No, no. Actually, I'm going to say the army guy. Because he's not okay. really anything special. He just, like, shoots people, and that's fucking... But, bro, were you not, like...
1: <laughs> like I said, I- this was my first time fully watching this movie, and in 2022... 2022- <laughs> Watching a dude unload an automatic rifle on a party. It's like, uh, I was like, oh, into fuck. A crowded room, I was like, this is up. way fucking heavy now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this movie is full of controversy. Come on. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm like, holy fuck. But uh, I can totally see where that dude's a little bit lame. But uh, I think that for me, it's a toss up between the, the Indian bird face guy and the caveman dude. Those two I could totally go without. The caveman dude because the makeup just looked horrible and the bird man because he was just corny as fuck, man. I couldn't get over his face. And he got fucked up all the time. Oh yeah, he's a bitch, dude. And he couldn't he he couldn't even like fucking spear people and stuff, man. Like he, he gets is, his arm fucking cut off. Yeah, and then it grows back. They don't explain that though. Like so the maniacs can rejuvenate body parts but they can't get fucking wet like what the hell kind of like black magic voodoo bullshit is happening here I have
0: no idea and I don't <laughs> think they do either um, I like how the uh, the samurai gets like a flare put through his stomach and it just doesn't affect him at all yeah that that's pretty good sweet. I did There's like that th- that whole opening sequence of the maniacs attacking that group of friends is pretty cool
1: it's pretty good. Yeah, that's definitely, like, probably, probably the highlight of the film is that, that friend sequence. Yeah, I mean, it, it's got to be. You think it's better than the dance? I mean, the dance has some, some cool parts, but I think for as far as, like, what I expect from, like, a horror movie from the 80s, that park scene really yeah. nails it, you know? Good way to open a movie. 100%. For sure. it definitely got me interested and then especially because they jumped to a killer scene of like a fucking like slayer music video of rain and blood where the bitches like <laughs> chilling in the pool and it literally starts raining blood i thought red that blood. looked awesome like i don't know how they did it or whatever but the, it looked so cool watching the, the the pool fill up with the red and she's under and she can't get out and shit really cool sequence I'm trying
0: to see right now if I can estimate a 1.5 million dollar budget. So they really put that to good use because there was a lot of monster effects in this and that, like raining blood sequence and all that shit. Melting, pretty good. Like, oh my god, great Great. melting scenes. The the axe murderer gets his head blown off by the fire hose, and there's a good like melt slash like (laughs) slime sequence there that would have fit right in with Slime City. That's for
1: sure. Bro, when, like, Paula kills the the dude in the house with the, the, the shower and he's melting in the bathtub, that is, like, exquisite melt scene. Especially because, like, you see the melt, but then they also show you, like, the all, like, the little, like, burnt-up corpse that's left behind and shit like that. Yeah. And it looked all shriveled and stuff. It's really cool. good effects.
0: Cool. Took the acid bath, right? Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I like the acid bath. <laughs> so now this... Walks the line of being a melt movie, also walks the line of being a metal movie because there is a metal band and a battle of the bands. (laughs) This would be All our right. band. <laughs> oh my God, EK I would mean, be know, jamming in the other band from fucking Laser Graves. And oh our man. band would be coming yeah. out. <laughs> me and you would be like Paul, or we would be like the other band. <laughs>
1: yeah. We would be uh, the other band, no, for sure. <laughs> no, no, no. I will say, though, dude, the, the guitar player for Paul's band, rocking the the Mockingbird, the BC Rich, with the natural what, wood grain. He was a real guitar player. You could tell oh, that yeah. he was
0: actually, that he knew what he was playing. Like, maybe oh, not yeah. to the song. Like, maybe he wasn't actually actually playing the song at that second but he had but he was playing real chords. Yeah. yes yeah i always watch that shit i always look because i'm always impressed when like the person is doing the correct it's thing it's probably
1: his bc rich also dude it's fucking nice i liked it that's
0: probably a real band and they just yeah. added fucking paul in the front maybe paul was
1: really in it who knows bro honestly the song that baby lied to me or whatever should probably lied to you that's a fucking jam bro like i would <laughs> no, fucking i'd listen you know, to that
0: i was thinking to myself as like that whole like battle of the band sequence was playing when i was in you know like first starting like to be in band so i guess maybe like 10th grade something like that i started you know you start playing in like the base the base playing playing somebody's fucking garage and then like you're fucking playing at the local bowling alley on friday night like <laughs> cove but um i'm thinking like this guy is playing like Huey Lewis and the News, fucking soft radio rock, like air supply shit. And uh, at that time in my life, I I thought I was fucking, you know, Glenn Danzig or whatever. I, I thought I was in the Misfits circa Earth AD. fucking. And like i'm thinking like i could never i would have been made fun of if i was in a band like that in high school i was already made fun of enough but like i would have been fucking shredded yeah like things and like this
1: didn't exist in our generation no it no it really did it.
0: but also though in the beginning of the movie they're all making fun of him when they first see him like jogging oh and, like, they totally his dog were the dog yeah yeah, yeah they, they were they're, they're, they're his like ass. dogging him, no pun intended <laughs> yeah, they clown that motherfucker, and then later on, the girl's like, "Oh, he's so dreamy." It's like what? Like the friend said it, not not uh whatever the fuck her name is. Like the friend said it when they were at the yeah. At she the party. wasn't into
1: him when they were when he was with the fucking dog. And I'm like, this bitch is like, what? What's happening here? I was confused by that too because I was like, they all fucking hated this kid, and now they're all <laughs> fucking on his dick at the fucking jam because he's singing about a baby lion to him. I'm like, this is a really weird turn of events no dude it's because they saw that he had a fucking music man amp
0: sitting oh, back yeah, there like right. damn this guy rocks <laughs> this guy dooms <laughs> you see that fucking glittery jacket <laughs> and that other band was like i don't I even. Mean, what what genre of music was that it wasn't even like hair metal because it was it, not even it, really metal
1: it was uh it was like a cr- oh dude it was the weirdest crossover of like wannabe hair metal and basically what the other band was doing it was like yeah, yeah, it was like a yeah. harder version of that it's like oh that, look at that band they wear ties it's like, oh, oh, fuck that. like
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh but uh, you know what if they have a battle of the bands in a in a fucking movie i'm in i love that shit yeah that was cool he, i like that scene that's why I think I really like Scott Pilgrim. You ever, you ever see that movie? I have not. No? No? No. The whole movie is just like Battle of the Bands type shit. It's like, it's really, you may not like it because you're not like into comic books and all that shit. I like so, School of Rock and it's pretty similar. So, <laughs> Dude, the fucking Asian kid playing the fucking, <laughs> he's got like the cape on and everything, right? It's so oh, I love good, it. dude. I love it. I love movie. it jack black has he ever been accused of anything he seems like nah, he's a pretty dude, straight up guy
1: he's good dude hopefully nice. he's not jesus nice Christ. him
0: and weird al him and weird al keeping it dude. real wholesome keeping it real wholesome <laughs> i saw something i didn't watch it but there was like a weird al trailer or something for like a movie
1: bro and fucking dan radcliffe is playing weird al Yankovic is it in the real movie. like is it a movie it's 100 real Harry Potter is playing oh. Weird Al, and this he like, but he looks pretty fucking good, dude. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. he actually looks like him. And bro, like a couple years ago, I saw like uh, for a Halloween picture that like Paul Rudd dressed up as Weird Al for Halloween, and that motherfucker looked just like Weird Al when he was dressed up. They're gonna so that's gonna another person off, that could have did it.
0: They're gonna they're gonna pull out the Paul Rudd when he gets to like his 40s. Paul uh, Rudd is gonna fucking the show older up. Weird
1: Al. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I
0: would love that. It's Old a great Al.
1: transition.
0: No, it's funny. Like, I always knew Weird Al as like an older guy because you know it was already the late '90s or the mid to late Mid-90s, '90s. Like when, yeah, for sure. When we were like buying the like Running with Scissors and all that
1: shit, like Amish Paradise th- dropping. Yeah,
0: like you're you're not thinking of like, wow, Weird Al has actually been like. Famous for a way longer time than I've been alive. <laughs> you know? Way and then longer. like you see you see all these videos of him as like a like a kid. He's not a kid, but like he's like a really young guy His and it's teens, like he's wow. like
1: 19, fucking 20 years old, man. Like singing about baloney with a fucking squeeze box. Life. Dude, some people, man, they just deserve nothing but good
0: things. And that's him. All right? Thank yeah. you, Weird Al.
1: I think so, dude. I, I really I genuinely hope we never hear a a bad thing, a fucking scathing report on Weird Al. I couldn't take it.
0: Is is Weird Al like the uh, the Mister Rogers of music?
1: <laughs> I think that is the probably the, the the best comparison you can make, man. Just I love it, wholesome, wholesome. <laughs> you know, it's not wholesome. Neon
0: Maniacs. All right, we're back. Fucking mother fucking <laughs> hellraiser rip-offs coming for you in san francisco 100 percent. very um very Cenobite esque right would you say like very leather and all that sort of stuff
1: yeah that's what i was saying it just has this clive barker uh atmosphere like it feels like it fits in all of the worlds that his movies exist in i'm really surprised that he had nothing to do with it to be honest with you and i wish he did because it would probably have a fucking cohesive story that i could follow (laughs) you know it's really funny this beat hellraiser this was before hellraiser
0: really so yeah well i mean the movie not like the story itself but like yeah yeah. but um the actual movie was the next year no hellraiser was 87 yeah so you know, I don't know. Maybe Clive Barker was one of those people that
1: saw this movie. What you know? What he's like? You know that what that's it. it. Yep, that's what I've been missing. <laughs> Beyond fucking maniacs. He's like, nobody saw that movie. I could easily rip this off and go my own direction with it. <laughs>
0: he saw that. He saw the biker one, and he instantly got hard. He's like, oh my yeah. god, this is this is what I needed like you see him go home and rip up all like the sketches of the Cenobites and they look completely different like fuck this fuck this
1: this is what we need we need samurais with fucking (laughs) (laughs) which is surprisingly enough neither of us said the samurai was our favorite so I'm glad because because I think that's the go to
0: he wasn't even of Asian descent he was like a white guy in a samurai costume
1: (laughs) that's what turned you off I like
0: that yeah instantly I'm like that's fucked up fuck you (laughs) I, I really do think, I mean, not not that there really is a connection in any sort of way, but I really do think these things look like Cenobites.
1: Oh, like, dude, they 100%. Could,
0: they could be from that like world of hell or whatever.
1: Like I said, I could show anybody who didn't know what this movie was, but knew who Clive Barker was. I could show them this film and be like, oh, did you know about this unknown fucking Clive Barker film from the 80s? They would watch it. They'd be like... Oh, yeah, that's a totally a fucking Clive Barker film from the <laughs> 80s. I totally
0: see that. There's no dispute. dude. The, the samurai legit looks exactly like he could like he looks like he could be straight out of Hellraiser 3 or something like that.
1: Like A handful of the, these characters, dude, like legitimately. It's just crazy to me. I fucking love it, man. I love it. We have fucking and Legolas I, killing I, people I, in this. I like how you like, I mean, you didn't say that you didn't like totally hate them I and mean, they just weren't your favorite, but the alligator people, I liked those characters because I felt like they were like the, the cleaning crew. Like they were like <laughs> hooking the bodies and like taking yeah. the dead bodies away and shit like were that. They I, eating I, them? Yeah. I think like that was like what like the implication was that they were like there to like clean up after the neon maniacs and stuff. That's pretty cool. I kind of like that. that, man. Yeah.
0: I, I, now that you say that, I do I do kind of like that. They're still not my favorite, but you're like, they're, they're like, not like my the least pets, favorite.
1: You know, they're like, to just kept to clean up the fucking the mess. You know, they're like,
0: yeah, they're like, like, uh, what the hell are those things called in like fucking ghoulies <laughs> the first one? The <laughs> yeah, two midgets? The- <laughs> they're like, they're just like underlings, you know? So there's even some pretty like- good, uh, there's some pretty good um scenes with them though i do have i do have to admit that like they do hook some people in the face
1: and shit so you even know. the tagline ha- to this really doesn't lead much to like explanation of what you're gonna see it goes like neon maniacs night falls so do their victims and it's like if you watch the movie that tells me absolutely fucking nothing it's like the most blandest tagline that has really like you could put that with fucking any I, horror I was movie. Say,
0: yes, any, any movie that movie. takes place at night. <laughs> it's just that's, about that's any the slasher.
1: Yeah, there you yeah. go. Night falls so do their
0: victims. <laughs> that's that's like. Uh, <sighs> Like, all right, uh, we need a tagline. Let me just go over to the tagline <laughs> folder that we have yeah. over here. All right, action, comedy, drama. Okay, horror. Here's the horror
1: file. Uh,
0: hey, uh, hey, Steve, uh, does this does this take place at night?
1: <laughs> like, the, the oh, yeah, yeah. Kill- Lot, lots of night scenes in this all one. Right, right, lots of night scenes. Night, night, night. Oh,
0: here it is. Okay. Killing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a killing. Like, it's like, yeah, uh, but, but we used that one for the last movie. They'll never. Yeah, but know. nobody saw that <laughs> they, one either. They'll
1: never know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like this, this has all of like the makings of what was supposed to be a big blockbuster horror fucking you know franchise in the making. You know, oh, let's put this catchy little fucking tagline that's totally ambiguous, and it's just like a fail in all regards to that. I don't think it's a fail in a movie. I think the movie is is a lot of fun to watch. I will watch this again without a fucking doubt. But uh, it's See, just, it's not that like next level 80s horror, like I, Ghoulies, for instance, is a better watch than this, in my opinion.
0: See, now here's something that we also haven't spoke about yet. And that's because I just read it just now. This movie is largely incomplete there were budget problems uh, work stoppages because I guess they ran out of money they actually had to change uh-huh. some of the maniacs throughout the fucking movie different actors playing the same characters and all that shit so apparently originally there were supposed to be origins there was going to be an explanation and it would help so much man Yeah, it would but make this film um, but what's funny <sighs> is this movie is still an hour and a half long so like, how much, how much of that could be real? It's like you got an hour and a half a movie, and it's not like it's bullshit B roll. No, it, there's, there's continuing it's, story throughout. Yeah. yeah, and it's just really funny. Like, uh, would this have been two hours long if they added everything else? Like, if they had explanations and all that shit? Like, uh, I, I just, I need to see like an original script to this, and apparently, there's just like none to be found. Like, you can't find it.
1: And I think what me and you have discussed uh, Off air is is Extremely true when it comes to This movie that This is one movie in particular that Would benefit from being taken To the next level Like show me like The really hard R Show me the unrated cut Of this film that has Like way More gore in the killing Scenes like I want to see these maniacs Fucking tear some kids apart at that party and stuff like that. Uh, I want to see boobs and things like that in this movie. (laughs) I just want to see like a really that that fucking hard eighties movie that I really because this that's the kind of the reputation that this fucking movie has had in my opinion. Like everyone's like, oh yeah, Maniacs is crazy. You got to get that tape. (laughs) And like I'm thinking, oh okay, well here I have this fucking tape. Let's see what it's all about. And it's not, it's what not that thought? for me, you know, it's just yeah. not. So. Yeah.
0: So apparently there was supposed to be 27 maniacs originally, and they cut it down to 12, but it looks like there are names for all the maniacs. Axe, Ape, Fuck. Mohawk, Samurai, Decapitator, Hangman, Archer, Juice, Doc, Punk, Biker, Soldier, and Slasher. Juice. Huh. Those must be the things.
1: Yeah. It's even when you're saying that the ambition to think you're going to have 27 or whatever fucking maniacs that have an origin story and all of it now, it just seems even that much more far-fetched that they had a cohesive story at one point that was going to be able to make a movie in a fucking reasonable yeah. amount of time. How the fuck are you going to tell me the origins of 27? How the fuck are you going to tell me the origins of 12? Fucking characters in a a movie. It's not happening, man. Like, this was just bad planning and bad writing. But the movie has great practical effects. So that's the saving grace of it, is that I am watching this for great fucking guys in suits, great, you know, camera, fucking tricks and shit, some great melting. Like, that's why I'm going to come back to this. It's not for anything... Other than that, yeah, and like the the doctor, like I really like the doctor uh, character when he is doing surgery on that security guard after he knocks him out with chloroform. Talk about that. Talk about that part.
0: Explain that's, that part because it's so creepy. If you, if I'm going to rip this clip and put it on our Instagram. You have to. It does not look like it belongs in like a movie like this.
1: Right. And that's what, exactly what I was just going to say is that this, this f- fucking scene is so out of place to me. I mean, I'm glad that it's here, but it's not. It comes out of the fucking blue, man, because you see this surgeon and it's kind of like one of the first times that we're seeing this surgeon yeah. character. I, I never noticed him before the school. Neither sequencer. did I. That's, what, that, that's the first time I noticed him. And I was like, oh, it's like a fucking doctor. And he gets the bottle of chloroform after we see this security guard watching like a, a baseball game. And I'm already confused by that. I'm like, what the fuck chloroform? Like these maniacs are killing people. They're not like knocking them out and taking them hostage and shit. So he goes up and he knocks this guy out, but then he proceeds to like open his fucking rib cage and you hear him like cracking the fucking bones open and everything. And he pulls the motherfucker's heart out of his chest and it's like beating in front of him and shit. Totally like a dark and heavy uh scene for this film and it's completely out of left field and there's no other scene that's in comparison to like how heavy that one is in particular it's so cool dude like he just
0: comes out of the darkness like michael myers right just appears there creepy as fuck and the I scene comes is back, dark
1: but it's good dark it's like yeah. the, the right yeah. amount of dark it fits
0: it fits and he comes back a little bit later and he cuts the fucking guy's throat right the cops. oh yeah that's, that's right he like <laughs> the cop runs in, and he sees the little monster, like the little fucking Cyclops alligator monster, and he's like, "What the fuck?" and then all of a sudden the fucking surgeon comes by and just slashes his throat. It,
1: dude, it happens so fast, and it goes back to what you were saying that the cops in this movie are throwaway characters, like yeah, we're we have seen this cop in particular at all these different locations we're like I'm thinking this cop's gonna fucking save the day. He's on the trail, he's fucking following Paula. Like, I'm made to believe this is an important character. He shows up at the fucking dance where everything's happening and he gets killed immediately. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on with these cops, man? I love that. I love that shit, dude. I love
0: when they just get like wasted. Like just done. They build up the character and just It's like, well, but but they're gonna get defeated by a bunch of little kids. Yeah. You know what and, I mean?
1: And and the, and the fact that we don't have the the grand finale. We don't have our our main antagonist protagonist showdown happen in this film. Is what is the giant fucking letdown? We never get that 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 closure of the story. It's just left open ended with like, oh, it's raining. We got to have our squirt guns because it's not gonna rain forever. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, this yeah. is the fucking lamest way to end this movie. Completely. I and mean, I understand I'm- what you were saying because of the problems, but fuck that, man.
0: I'm fairly certain the neon maniacs aren't going to like follow them to another like place, but then again, yeah. nobody's going to believe them anyway. Well, no, they have to believe them now. Cause the people saw these tons of people murdering yeah. people. So, you know,
1: apparently Although it so- was at a costume party. So it could have easily that, that was the thing that like, oh. I think was the issue is that it was stupid because they're like, Oh, we're going to give everybody at this fucking battle of the bands, which is also a costume party, a fucking squirt gun. So that when things go down, they'll squirt people with it. They'll squirt the bad guys. Everybody's in a fucking costume, you dumbasses. So like yeah. once shit starts going down, nobody knows who the bad guys are, who isn't a fucking creature. Everyone looks like a goddamn creature. There was somebody yeah. dressed like the fucking clown from Slipknot in that goddamn crowd. I would have squirted <laughs> that guy in the fucking face.
0: <laughs> yeah. And immediately, like the when the army guy just unloads into the crowd, everybody panics oh. and runs. So like they well, nobody was, I mean, <laughs> dude. That whole sequence, the part that cracked me up is the samurai cutting the guy's arm off. That's holding hands holding with his girlfriend, hands. and you <laughs> see his arm fall, and she just starts screaming. That is for just fuck standing up.
1: there for so long. <laughs> but <laughs> but what's idiots. funny is
0: they run in opposite directions, which is incredibly oh yeah, funny. they get chopped? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that cracked me up, and then you see the one girl getting dragged by the fucking thing away, like.
1: That's kind of that's creepy, and 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 like (laughs) I like the part though too, because like the I don't know if it was a samurai or what, but one of the maniacs gets knocked down, and he gets hooked by the other maniac, and is getting dragged away. Like they just have no regards. Like oh, somebody's down, gotta hook him up and fucking take him out of here and shit. So 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 maybe they are like
0: the cleanup crew. Like that's what I'm saying. That's what I felt like. Like they're not neon maniacs. They're just part of like. Yeah, munchers. <laughs> that's what I'm calling <laughs> for now. <laughs> so so apparently somebody did see the script. The uh, The neon maniacs are supposed to be from another dimension, and the portal is in that truck that's underneath the, uh,
1: the bridge. The bakery truck.
0: Why couldn't they explain that in the movie? Right? Show Have us. That dumb-ass show narrator
1: us in the beginning, say some shit and yeah, now they, they us, travel like, back to time through a bakery truck <laughs> like it's all you yeah, had to fucking yeah. say <laughs> a donut truck but they're <laughs> so only open dumb. from sunset to
0: sunrise <laughs> and only on non rainy days very easy low humidity days give us some yeah, fucking
1: information here
0: if water like kills you definitely don't make your house next to the golden gate bridge don't yeah, make it idea. in a fucking bridge you dumbasses. What if it's like 100% humidity? Did they oh, dude, do they die? Sweating?
1: They'd have to. Do they die? If I spit on them, did they die? I would think any moisture is what it seemed like. Because as soon as it started sprinkling, they were fucking out. The one fell in a mud puddle and it was all fucking flickering and shit like that. Damn. Imagine death by bukaki. That's it. Oh, Man. Now we're 100, talking. 100
0: men surround
1: the neon that's maniacs. Hot, that's how <laughs> How are we going to defeat these fucking neon maniacs? An army of porn stars come in. You guys call <laughs> It's
0: like, what's that noise? It's like a low rumble that ends up into like a... Hum- it's just it's like, cocks. Fuck yeah. <laughs>
1: The low rumbling of cocks on the horizon knew that we were going to be safe. <laughs> this movie has an ending. I swear to God, we just have to finish yeah. it. you know we're going to
0: have to ask. Uh, we're going to have to ask the fucking hog. We're going to have to have Girth Dog maybe animate the alternate ending for oh, us. There we go. That would be fantastic. Oh my God! So, Grace, why don't you give me your final take on Neon Maniacs?
1: Uh, it's a really fun watch. Uh, you know, it, it has its flaws. Um, it's not a, a home run hit, but I will rewatch it again because, like I've said, it has probably some of the best practical effects you can get in, in an '80s horror film. The melt scenes alone are absolutely beautiful, and uh, the wannabe Cenobites are great looking. So, on, on that that alone, it, it's worth at least a one time watch
0: yeah this this movie is definitely worth at least a one-time watch i think some people will watch this and it may become their favorite movie it, oh I yeah definitely, i can see that i definitely can see that happening um it's on tubi you can watch it for free um the tape is is very expensive now but you know it's doable it's within hit reach if you have some money yeah it grizz <laughs> up um uh, there's something about this movie that gives me the same feeling as Monster Squad, only it does not, like, it's not, it's not a, um, like a nostalgia thing. It just, yeah. I get the same, like, feeling of, like, the kids trying to kill this group of monsters, only it's a little bit more adult than Monster Squad. It's Yeah, right, more maybe More middle school than elementary school. Yeah, right? there you go. Yeah there we go so that was neon maniacs from 1986 definitely go check it out we we recommend it i will say i highly recommend it grizz says yeah, i recommend it i'm high i <laughs> recommend it so <laughs> there you go. so let's head over to the video dropbox even though you know what's coming next week Right, we're back in the video dropbox and next week mr grizz get your fucking tuxedo ready because it's episode 200 the and we are going to be doing this live on twitch we're going to have clips we figured out the final i guess uh the, the final form of what this show is going to be <laughs> yeah. we decided we're going to have a top 10 so it's gonna just be the top 10 things from the movies that we've watched it's maybe you know it's gonna be a blast from the past possibly right we're gonna we're gonna go all the way back all those fucking Todd Sheets movies all those fucking everything we did everything you can think of we will be scanning we'll we
1: will be racking our brains and we're gonna have a hell of a clip show for you right i'm even gonna make mike pull some clips from episode one so we can hear the uh the transitions from then oh. to now to see where our <laughs> our young grasshopper has grown into a man over these 200 episodes
0: i you know what i have not listened to episode one i will tell you that it i think it was ghoulies three right that was the first episode yes, that we I did think I it think. is yeah um, still, one of my favorite movies uh, to to pop on on a nice uh, I that's rainy where day. Started
1: too, it's great.
0: Well, I was thinking like, all right, everybody does the same old shit. Let me start with Ghoulies three. Why the fuck not? Let's mix it up, a you know little. what I mean? Yeah. And what's funny is like you always see people doing the Ghoulies franchise, and it's always like this sucks, this sucks, these movies suck, blah blah blah. I watch those movies and I'm legitimately like, oh, I I love it. I just just love this. This is great. I just love this. (laughs) I like... I I do not really know part four that well, but one through three, man, that's the shit. I love that. But, you know, episode 200, maybe we will have a clip or two from Ghoulies. I don't know (laughs) if it'll be able to crack the top 10, though. But you're going to have to watch to, to find out. And you will be able to hear... Um, the episode obviously we will record it release we will it, release yeah. it as a yeah as a normal episode so you will get that if you are not able to make it to our twitch channel next week um wednesday what day the, What what day of the week is that my man it's gonna be wednesday the 18th right
1: That's we're gonna correct. be live on
0: twitch um 8 30 what'd you say what do think 8
1: is eight thirty is probably the uh, appropriate time to be going live on a weekday
0: yeah, eight thirty Eastern time. Uh, we have to kind of mention that because we have people listening to us all
1: over the world. Oh, so, yeah, we just yeah. sent out some merch to uh, to the UK. So to the to the homie over there who bought some stuff, I hooked up your package with some extra goodies because I appreciate the love from across the pond. And speaking of the best of the best, man, we have to give a huge special bad taste video thank you to a listener uh stefan misi dude you are the fucking man this dude is a tattoo artist down in florida um you gotta get onto this dude's page check out his artwork he did some of the most incredible fucking art for uh some olaf eitenbach movies man and he got him signed by olaf he gifted me and mike a ton of prints. oh yeah Signed by the man Olaf himself Uh, I was completely blown away I knew he was sending the the Olaf Inbox print but when I got the package It was full of other artwork that he did Um, So cool Dude Stefan man you are A a fucking legend dude and we will Definitely be returning that favor to you In the future dude I got you on some cool merch That Burning Moon print, dude? Damn! That Burning Moon print is probably one of my favorite things I I own right now. And it's signed by Olaf, who is one of my favorite directors. Probably one of the nicest things anyone's ever done for me, dude. So I really, greatly appreciate the package that you sent us. That is so fucking cool. We really appreciate anything. You know, even when you guys message
0: us and all that shit, we really do appreciate it. We don't make money doing this. We spend money doing it. You know what? We try to... (laughs) we enjoy doing it we enjoy talking to you guys and you know we want we want to thank all of you you know what not not just people that send us things we want to thank everybody that listens everybody that messages us gives us their opinions gives us their um you know hey can you cover this movie and all that shit because we'll always take it into consideration especially if it's something really fucked up we'll we'll definitely uh be into that at least
1: absolutely dude honestly and and saying coming into this 200 episode that's been the coolest thing for me is getting to meet so many different people uh people who listen to this podcast people who have ideas and stuff like that for us to do those conversations are are some of the best interactions that i have online with people today and i it's fucking priceless man yeah and uh you
0: know i hope we could do 200 more All right, we're going to start getting out there on the convention circuit, I think. Uh, We're going to be at VHS Fest. We're going to try to get us a table there, sell some stuff, make you do the fucking devil's experiment. (laughs) All over the place. Hell yeah.
1: We got plans for you guys. Hell yeah. Yeah,
0: hell yeah. We're going to have arm wrestling. We're going to have that shit. Dude, we're going to have everything. We're going to have tapes. We're going to have corno corno if if you guys are
1: looking to oh fuck yeah that's that's what's really good but yeah honestly if you guys are in the tape market make sure you come to VHS Fest come check out the bad taste video booth because we will have fucking tapes for sale this year hell
0: yeah hell yeah hell yeah so uh grizz is there anything else that you would like to say before we sign off
1: for the week and get prepared for our big two zero zero? Uh, zero we got our work cut out for us over the next few days so if you want to find me you can catch me online over on instagram at Kane underscore enabler and you can find me at bad taste video and you can find everything
0: we do at www.badtastevideo. if you want to buy a shirt to support the cause you could go to our etsy page um also it's linked in the bad taste video bio just go there go you know go help us out spread the word some camcorder carnage i can't believe i could even say that that's like a guess tongue twister, it's like. bro yeah i like it i like it i guess because we're we're used to doing the radio shit is this considered <laughs> radio
1: sort I feel of feel like it you know i went to so went to college for a brief half of semester for <laughs> communications and this is what i did so there you go fitting. so
0: you ended up learning it anyway i Perfect. went for uh audio engineering originally and Let's i was see. like i do not need to go to college for this <laughs> i can just teach it to myself and i did and it was very easy and if you went to college for it, I commend you because you are a better person than I. Absolutely, so, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Grizz, I guess we we gotta put some pen to paper, some mouse to editing software, to clicks, and get yeah. ready for yeah, get ready for the big two double zero. I'm Go excited. Press my suit. Yeah, is this uh this is like the bicentennial for us? The bad taste bicentennial celebration. Is that yeah, what we're going to call and it? I,
1: and I love doing it live, man. I had so much fun last time we did this with everybody. I am equally as excited. and I hope everybody comes and, and fucking parties again.
0: Yeah. You know what? We'll we'll figure out something fun to do for the show. Maybe we can make some, make it a little bit more interactive for everybody. Mm. I'm going to brainstorm. brainstorm. Maybe I'll
1: give away a really fucking cool tape to one oh. person who is live. You got to be in the chat. On the Twitch, and I will pick... I, I'm, I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to do that. Next week, if you're in the Twitch chat on the Live 200 episode, on that episode, I will pick one person. We'll do a random fucking number thing or something. We'll figure out a fair way to do it. One person is going to win a fucking dope tape. And I'm telling you, it's not going to be some bullshit tape. It will be a tape that somebody really, really wants. So y-
0: You know what? we should We should maybe... Like next week in the chat we'll ask a question and whichever answer we like the best. I like that's that. the person, that's who gets it. I and it. and I think that's that's a fair way. We'll make
1: people get creative. Who or, really has the bad taste out of our fans? That's that's yes. the only way yeah. we're gonna find out.
0: I love it. That's the that's the way to do it. And then you have to also do the devil's experiment at VHS. <laughs> <and Cube. laughs> you just
1: sign the contract. So,
0: Uh, Grizz, I think it's time for us to leave these good people alone and get ready for our 200th episode next week live on Twitch, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We will be uh, probably posting some shit about it, so we will remind you, don't worry if you look at our Instagram account, our Facebook page, don't forget to join that shit. Twitch, what is it? Twitch.tv whatever. Slash bad bad taste
1: video. (laughs)
0: <laughs> whatever the fuck it is we will we, we will get you there don't worry so see you next week with the bad taste video bicentennial celebration